0: Welcome to The Champagne Way, a podcast devoted to living every day like a celebration. Welcome to The Champagne Way, episode 85. I'm Trina. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Jess. We're coming to you live from the newly improved Champagne Cat Cafe... Cat Catio? Patio? Yeah. Catio. It's the catio. It's the catio. The Champagne Cat Cafe catio. It's getting a little long and wordy.
1: It is. You We're going mm-hmm. to have to think of a little little tiny nickname for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It could be
0: called the Champagne Catio, I guess, but...
1: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah.
0: It doesn't have the same ring to it. No, no, it doesn't.
1: No. All right. Well, we'll 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 come back to that. Yeah. All right, Lindsay. What is in our cups? Oh, okay, guys. So we are drinking Casalata. It's a Brut Spamante. and we always get scared about Spamantes, but it said Brut, so this is not overly sweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's from Italy. It's refreshing, aromatic, and easy drinking Italian wine, perfect for any occasion. Delicate apple and citrus fruit flavors combine with the gentle bubbles. Simply chill, pop the cork, and enjoy. Salute. Is that how you say that? Salute. 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 I think so. Salute. It's like salute, but
2: you don't or, have to say that. do you say, I forget, is it salute?
1: No. no. No.
2: I think it's salute. Salute.
1: Yeah. Okay. I feel like you'd say that as you were like sabraging
0: it, you know? Yeah. Salute. You know? Yeah. Um... Gentle I lo- bubbles. I was about to say I love the description of gentle bubbles. It makes it seem like it's like delicate little bubbles. They are they very are. gentle. I'm looking at them. They do look nice.
2: How how do you think they taste?
1: Uh it's fine. I mean, price point's ten bucks, so I think it's fine for ten bucks.
2: Not too sweet? No. No, I think it's fine. I know. I was very wary when you were like spamante and I was like, mm, but no, it's fine. Yeah. I love a good, like, citrus sweet mm-hmm. champagne. <laughs> so, it's it
0: seems like those ones are a little bit more subtle on the sweet side. Yeah. Just that balance of the bitter
1: from... Yeah, know, I could drink more than one or two glasses, and that's good. Because if it's too sweet, I can't. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, so recommended? Yeah, sure. Yeah. It's, a, it's a really pretty bottle. Yeah. And we had not tried it yet, so I was like, ooh, let's try it. It does look like a fancy little bottle. Like the label is like actually like cut out around like the uh-huh. shape. It's floral and yeah, it's just really cute. It's very vintagey looking. Yeah, there that's all right.
0: Little yeah. like Italian vintage vibes. Yeah. Um. All right.
2: Well, what do we got in the booze news, Jess? All right, guys. So this booze news comes to you from out west. All right. Which is where I was. Yippee-ki-yay. That's right. <laughs> yeah, haw
0: oh, Yee-haw. Yeah. Yeah. Out, out west.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, it actually comes to you from Oklahoma,
0: mm-hmm.
2: specifically. Um, so when uh, my husband and I were passing through Oklahoma... We thought we would be circling back through there um, and maybe spend a night in Oklahoma City. Um, And so when uh, we were doing this, I was looking for like a brewery or a bar or something that we could stop at. Um, And he talked about a specific one that he had gone to when he was there some years before. So I was like, sure, I'll look up this one, maybe put it on the itinerary for the way back. When I did, I looked at their menu and I said, what does this say on the menu? Does this say a Sonic seltzer oh yeah Uh yeah it did so i was like um this is an ocean water sonic seltzer what what yeah so i don't know have you heard about this yes Uh uh-huh i have not i had not either so then of course i went to handy dandy google um apparently in march sonic which is headquartered in oklahoma city um, announced that they would be releasing um sonic seltzer drinks um, and I was like, oh my God. Um, so they are coming out with, um, a cherry limeade seltzer, ocean water seltzer, um, and some other flavors, I think like lemonade or lemon berry, some other, uh, other ones that I, I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, and they would be serving them in bars and then they would also be sell- selling them like by like Twelve packs.
0: These aren't like seltzer water. They're like seltzer drinks. Seltzer, like,
2: alcohol. seltzer alcohol. Alcohol seltzer. Uh-huh. Bo- booze news. Um <laughs> so I was like, oh my God. And so our trip did in fact take us back through Oklahoma. Um and Oklahoma City, not in the way that we could stop at a bar, but the week we were going back through Oklahoma City, uh, it was in terms that we could it was the same week that they started selling them in stores in Oklahoma. Okay. So so Sonic is, in 2021, is going to be selling these 12 packs of ocean water seltzer, cherry limeade seltzer. And then they're doing like a citrus and a tropical pack that's going to have, I think citrus uh, has like the cherry limeade and some of the lemonade and some of these other, like, it's like mango guava and some other flavors. And then the tropical is like ocean water and... What Some of these other flavors. Uh, but we were, Will and I, were mostly just concentrated on the ocean water and the cherry limeade. That's what we were mm-hmm. most excited about. Uh-huh. Um, so they're going to, the, the week that we went, or when we went back through Oklahoma was when they were dropping them in Oklahoma stores. Um, so we, of course, tried to hunt them down. And the limited amount of time... We had, this is literally the day we're trying to drive back to Nashville. So we had like a really limited amount of time. We were trying to search for them. It did not happen. We did not find them, unfortunately. Aww. I know. But if you are out west, you can find them in Oklahoma, uh, parts of upper Texas, northern Texas. And then in August, you can find them in Arkansas. Um, are they going to expand anywhere else? They are. Are, but not until 2022. Oh, okay. So only if you're in those states? Only if you're in those states. I think there might be another state. Um, And you can find them in places like Walmart, Target, Whole Foods, Sprouts, and then some of the weird random stores that they have out there like On Cue. And there were some random stores. Um, But unfortunately, they're not spreading out to the rest of the country until 2022. So, us plebs are just going to have to buy an ocean water and a cherry limeade and pour alcohol into it. Yeah, that's what I was going to say.
1: That's smart of them because that's what I usually do. I'm going to the city pool, stop by Sonic, grab a it, dump half of it out, fill half of it in. Exactly. I was about to
0: say, that's been a thing since, like, high school and college. Like I literally remember, like, people, like, it was a popular thing to go get, like, a drink from... From Sonic. Yeah. And then
2: add in
0: your own little
2: booze to or, it or a slush I mean the slush is yeah. really good too so
0: I'm, I'm just surprised that it's taken them this long but at the same time like I wonder if that was like pandemic effect where they were just like let's finally like go into some other business where it's still thriving uh, right or, or maybe
2: take advantage of the market that people are already kind of like uh, yeah. using their product for I mean Will and I were talking about it The seltzer section has like increased like tenfold in just oh, yeah. the last few years so maybe Sonic just thought it made sense and they were like, let's try it out. Um, I think it's, it's a brewery based in Oklahoma City, city that uh, Sonic joined in with called like Coop Brewery. Um, so that's who's crafting them. Now, I have a question. Yes. So since
0: right now, there's because of pandemic, there are certain cities in certain states that are, are, have extended the whole, you can buy booze to go, like mm-hmm. pre-mixed drinks yeah. to go from restaurants and stuff. So I wonder— could eventually in certain areas, Sonics actually start selling these, where you drive up and like order it, at a Sonic and oh uh, yeah. I mean, I guess there's a lot of liability in that. You're the lawyer. Yeah, here, they but, would just have
1: to get licensed for that, and I'm sure they could.
0: I mean, I just wonder if uh, it's probably a lot of trouble for them to go through, just because it would, would probably depend on which cities and which states.
1: Yeah, they have that, to do but, it state by state because there's. I mean, yeah. like. In Louisiana, they could probably go ahead and do that.
0: Yeah. I wonder if it would also be by by like franchise owner. Yeah. Yeah. But they do have
1: to be licensed to sell alcohol.
0: Yeah. That would be the the big thing. That's the big thing. thing. That's
2: the big thing.
1: That's um, pretty
2: genius. Yeah. So, I mean, I just like, I I was in the hotel room when I found this out um, and I almost fell out of bed. I was just <laughs> excited. So anyway. I just picture
0: it now, Jess being like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah.
2: So that's, that's my boo's new Sonic Seltzer. I love it. That's awesome. Yeah. Now I wish it was in 2022 before we could get it here. Yeah, but... Or I wish I had gotten my hands on some, we went to quite a few places, but we finally had to, I think it was just because it was the first week they had dropped. And so it was so new yeah that a lot of places like ha- if we'd gone to a bar I'm sure we could have sampled it but like they just weren't in stores in a lot of places yet yeah
0: mm. I'd imagine it would have been easier to find it in store than in bars just because you know not every bar is going to c- cover that cost in case they don't sell it yeah you know? but but still that's uh, that is interesting that's pretty cool yeah well if, if you live in one of those areas and you get to try it let us know yeah uh, take a picture and tag us on Instagram yeah we want to see this yeah for sure um. All right. So you two both, since our last episode, have have been on like trips. Jess, you talked about like the tr- epic big going west trip that obviously you went on, but at the yeah. t- time you were like, I don't know if I'm going to go. I, I my boss is a jerk. This is like all up in the air, and you kind of weren't sure, but you were kind of thinking it was going to happen. Yeah. So clearly, it since happened. Then, it happened. Like you
2: left like two days after our last recording. Yes. Um, tell us all about it. Yeah, I want to hear. All right, guys. So, I went out west, um, the furthest out west I've ever been, um, and it was a road trip, so it was an intense out west trip. Um, this is basically to the national parks and the national monuments.
0: Do you have, like, a record of how many miles y'all drove? Uh, Oh, we, or how many states or, y'all went to? or we, how yeah. many
2: hours it took to get to where you're at? Was like- a lot. i I think will took a picture of his end mileage, and it was like four thousand four hundred and something something something. oh wow. um yeah, and I know like we drove we drove like forty east is what we basically did. So we drove through like um Arkansas and. New Mexico, and um, basically we were heading to Utah. was like our first big stop because we went to Zion, uh, which is a national park. Um, And uh, we camped there. Um, We stayed in hotels for the first two nights. And we uh, then went to Zion where we camped. Um, And uh, I went. And so it was basically a lot of hiking and some camping. And I, I hiked through a river that had toxic algae in it so which meant you couldn't get it up your nose or you couldn't drink it okay um what
0: like were y'all covered in like like plastic coveralls yeah or? <laughs> yeah, yeah we
2: did rent some bibs for that um because the water was pretty chilly actually and toxic um, and toxic and toxic <laughs> and to- yeah because actually i'm glad we did that because like also apparently it could like get in through like open cuts or wounds and or stuff like your like vagina that. I mean, also that as well. Um, <laughs> well. So, what makes it toxic? I don't know. They just discovered it like a year or so ago because someone's pet drank the water and died. <laughs> oh no! So, did you so, test yeah. the theory? Um, I well, wait I was, a minute. <laughs> I was af- I was afraid at one point that I did. So, this river is like uh, it's like a really famous thing. It's it's called the Narrows. So, the more the more you go down the river, and at one point when I hiked it, like the water was like almost up to my boobs. So like you're legit in it, like you're hiking. You have the bi- and that's why you wear the the bibs or whatever because you're like in the water and you like have a stick with you. And it felt like it was like um, kayaking at one point because you like go back and forth, you zigzag because you're like going over these really slippery rocks and stuff mm. like that. And I think it's like eight miles down, but you go as far as you want. Um, so we went pretty far. It's like, it was very hard on your joints. Let me tell you what. Um, but so finally we like went as far as we wanted to. And then we like turned around and went back. Uh, I fell once, but like, I like made sure my face did not go in the water. Did also, it I was your bibs? To- what? Did the water get in your bibs? No, it, it thankfully did not. It just like went up my arms. But like, I was like, I pushed myself up really quickly. But y'all, people were hiking down this water with their babies on their fronts. And on their shoulders and on their carrying on their backs people with their babies. Were they in bibs or were they just like, like nope. they didn't care as much? It's like people didn't care. People literally were carrying like their six-month-old babies.
0: No, no, no. No, no.
2: Uh, I would not. I would people not. People are crazy. Uh,
0: I mean, I know there are people out there that will do that kind of stuff, but I mean. I, I'm it, telling y'all, i telling you, I I was like, what are you doing? I mean, and they're very clear up front like, hey, this is toxic water. Well, and not <laughs> not
2: only is it toxic water, but like it's a river that if you fall, it's fucking rocks. Right. It like I'm I'm telling you, if you fall and you're carrying a baby, you will fall and you will crush your baby on the rocks.
0: Yeah, that doesn't seem safe at all. And I would
2: fall because yeah, I I can't even walk. It's very (laughs)
0: you you and my husband both,
2: (laughs) and and they do they. So you rent bibs and you rent special shoes. You rent uh, canyoneering shoes so that you have a better grip and stuff. Like Mm. I mean, you don't have to do any of this, but like. I mean, you pay, like, $56 to, like, rent this equipment. Like, I mean, if you're going to do this right, that's what you do. Yeah. Um, but some people don't. Like, uh I don't know why you wouldn't. Um, maybe they don't like their kids. I mean, may- maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Um, so, but on the way back, we were almost back. And all of a sudden, when I, like, put my stick down, a splash of water, like, went up my nose. And I was like, oh, my God. I was like, the algae is up my nose. Oh, my God. Do you immediately, like, flush out with water and be like, I my nose, blew my nose? Well, I can't, like, flush it out with water, like, that water. But I immediately, like, yeah, like, plugged my nose and was just like blowing out my nose as much as possible so but i'm okay now i, I mean i guess i'm okay I'm about to say so how long
0: uh, does it take to incubate and grow an I, don't know. In the I don't know i don't know how
1: long do you have to live is
2: this your last podcast May- maybe so well, i guess we'll
1: that? find out have you felt any
0: flesh eating ac- active bacteria oh, well
2: <laughs> so let's just say a couple days later my nose was really bloody and I was like, oh, my God, it's the algae. Oh, no. <laughs> it's not. It's altitude or something. <laughs> it is because it's so dry out there mm-hmm. that my nose was just bloody the whole time. Yeah. I thought it was the algae <laughs> for like a day.
1: <laughs> I bet you did that. I would did. would be so worried was, about that. I was just like, like it's sitting, it's, working on her last little
2: intestine. I was like, it's the algae. And Will wasn't suffering from the bloody nose yet. And I was like, it's the algae. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, Zion, that was, like, really fun um, in Zion. That was, like, a really big hike that we did there. Um, we did that not, was the Narrows. That was the Narrows. Um, we didn't do Angel's Landing, um, and this is because um, the day before we got to Zion, we stopped at the Grand Canyon, um, and I found out that I'm really, really, really scared of heights like really scared of heights Uh, because of the Grand Canyon, we did like a short little hike out to Bright Angel, which is a point at the Grand Canyon. Um, And you walk out um, and there is a point where, I mean, it's like still pretty wide, but there is a point that you walk out and there's like nothing on either side of you at the Grand Canyon. Um, And uh, you, and if you walk and there's somebody else walking on either side, like on, you know, you're like passing someone. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, it, like hello, like it's the Grand Canyon. You could totally fall. Huh? You, I mean, if you slipped on something or if someone like pushed you, you're going to fall into the Grand Canyon. Oh my! Um, so I was like, oh my god. So Will was like, well, okay, we cannot do Angel's Landing. Which at Angel's Landing at Zion is you hike to a certain point, and then you have to basically use chains. Like chains are the only you're like kind of walking on a ledge and you're using chains to like, it's no, like a no switchback you. no and you. you're using chains to like help keep you.
0: <laughs> See, I like that. All, all that kind of stuff sounds awesome to me. I'm like, I've never really been afraid of heights uh, they, they've that there have been moments that I've, I've been scared by like, like, yeah you ever been on one of those places where it's, like, glass floor and you're in a high-rise building? Yeah. Yeah, and, like, I'm, I'm, okay.
2: I'm okay with that. See, those have been the only times that I've been like, mm, maybe not. So that built this? So, <laughs> you know? so, you and Will are the same. That's what he's scared of in terms of heights. Like, when we went to Chicago mm-hmm. and we did the Sears Tower, that's where he was scared. And I was like, okay, whatever. It's a glass floor. But, like, we're out here. But there's, like, stuff on either I'm in close. It's fine. Uh, he was scared, but like the Grand Canyon, he's like, whatever, whatever. I'm like, there is nothing on either side right. of me. There's nothing to catch. There's and- nothing to catch me if I slip and fall. Goodbye. It could be a pebble, yeah. that, and that's uh-huh. what it was. Loose, loose, like dirt and stuff. You could be distracted by a pretty butterfly, Some, what whatever lives there, <laughs> or or like somebody else could be who's walking like on the other <clears> side <throat> of me could. be. I don't know, just reach out and push me and, like, goodbye. Yeah, Yeah. Um, they were probably drunk from being out on the ledge. Yeah. yeah. So, we did not do Angel's Landing. We did the Narrows instead. Um, And then before we left Zion, um, we did another hike kind of outside of the Zion gates, which was, it was really nice. There was, like, no one else there. Um, And so, we did kind of this other different sort of hiking, which is kind of more like rock climbing, but, like, not from a, totally great height or anything that's cool so that was really fun hike uh, hiking and camping in zion was great um it was pretty crowded um but think this was like the week before memorial day um then we we visited some other parks not for all of yeah. that
0: real quick like you ha- did you make reservations and like yeah they only allow so many in the group or can people like go self-guided okay these yeah things?
2: so actually let me tell you this um so zion uh we did make the camping reservation well in advance. Um, And Zion, when we did this, they required shuttle reservations to actually get into the park. Um, And you had to make those in advance. Um, And you had to wear a mask on the shuttle and you had to um, show your ID with the shuttle ticket and all this stuff. And you had to make the shuttle reservation like either 14 days in advance, I think it was, or you could do it like literally like the day before. Now, literally last week or like literally like five days after we left Zion, they decided to, and they did all this stuff because of COVID. Uh-huh. They like did the shuttle like because like the shuttle sits like I think like 30 people sitting uh but there's also standing room but they didn't want the standing room stuff. Literally like f- 5 days after we left Zion, they did away with the shuttle ticketing. Um and it was first come first serve. So it was nuts. So f- so Friday, this past Friday, the Friday but be- the day before Memorial Day, they ended the shuttle ticketing. Mm-hmm. Um and like I follow them on Instagram and it was the, the picture they posted of the lines for first come, first serve were crazy. So it actually, it was, the shuttle ticketing was kind of nice mm. because there weren't as many people in the park. Um, and so, like they said, the, the, the wait to get on a shuttle was two plus hours. And the hike, the wait to start on the trail for Angels Landing at one point was five hours. Wow. That was just to start on the hike dang and you have to think about it because they have to space people out because otherwise think about the chaos up there on the switchbacks and people up there in the chains like you you know what i mean like people uh, they have to space it out somewhat or else there's going to be mass chaos when people are at that height trying to deal with the chains and stuff
0: Yeah, and I imagine also they probably do have people who get up there, get halfway through, and are like, I can't do it no more. Oh, yeah. You know, there's got to be a back plan. People are going to freeze. People are going to freeze. Yeah. So, Um, well, it sounds like y'all got a unique experience out of that then because of the COVID restrictions right now. It's like you got a a view of, like, what it's like when it's not as crowded.
2: Yeah. So, actually, I would say if you're going to—if you're planning a trip to, like, a national park or something like that, 100%, like, follow them on Instagram because they— change things um, up like that. Like everything's changing, right? Everything's now. changing. And like Will thought that so we had to have a friend buy the shuttle tickets for us because we couldn't get them 14 days in advance. So we had a friend back home go online and buy them in Will's name the day before because that's when we were at the Grand Canyon and we didn't have any service Uh and so Will thought the tickets cost a dollar and I had seen on Instagram that they actually raised them two dollars and so like I was like hey well they like they raised the prices to cover whatever they needed to cover blah 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 so like if you're going to do a trip like this or if you're going to go to some national parks like Follow the National Park Service on Instagram, but also follow the individual park on Instagram because stuff, I'm telling you, stuff changes like overnight, day to day, et cetera. Especially right now. That's smart though. decide. I've never thought
0: to follow a national park yeah, <laughs> or like,
1: anything Uh and, we went yeah. to Gatlinburg and... At first, it was like, okay, you have to have reservations. You have to buy tickets for a specific day. They're only letting a certain amount of people Mm -hmm. in, like, Dollywood or the aquarium or whatever you wanted to do. And then, like, literally the week before, the governor kind of ripped the mask mandate off. And so, essentially, Tennessee was like, hold my beer.
2: We're free. Yeah, Let's Uh, do (laughs) everything. Yeah. And,
1: of course, they had signs up. It was like, okay, like, you do not have to wear a mask if you're vaccinated. Yeah, But I could tell by many a attire that those people were liars. <laughs> they, they, were
0: not <laughs> they were not vaccinated. They were not vaccinated. They showed it
1: in many other ways, didn't yeah. they? <laughs> um, and so, it, you know, it was, it was interesting. But one thing that, that you said just <laughs> made me think of that. So my husband, I made him pick dinner one night. I was like, oh, you pick the restaurant. He's like, oh, this place looks great. It's the Paula Dean restaurant. Oh lord, yeah. So I was like, okay, hey, whatever. Looked looked at the menu, it looked good. Mm-hmm. So we put in the address, and it sends us to this gigantic parking lot. Oh, and he's like, "What God. is this?" I was like, "I think we have to ride the trolley there." So we then we had to wait in line. We had to wait on a trolley. We get to like this called the Island in Gatlinburg. So it's, it's like uh, the Margaritaville hotels, restaurants, shops, all kinds of stuff. Uh, so we get there and so we walk in, and uh, there are people waiting outside. I was like, oh, there's going to be a wait. It's seven o'clock at this point. Uh-oh. And so we go up there and we're like putting her, I was like, what's the wait time? She's like, oh, three hours. <gasps> oh, my. like, so 10? Oh, my.
2: What time do they close? Like, oh, my. I, I was like Can, you would think we, that they just should like just say we're at capacity yeah like
1: we're done <laughs> jay was so mad he's like the only thing more offensive than your wait time Pauline is your racist comments <laughs> so then you know we had like there wasn't really like anything else really to eat like there was dick's last resort and mellow mushroom and we're like we're not we don't want to eat there so we got back on the room found somewhere else but three hours three. oh my gosh and there was this lady i was like are oh, you in line she's like i've been waiting over two hours <gasps> oh my we had
0: reservations uh the side tangent uh, in savannah we went to the original paula dean's restaurants it goes by a different name there i think but mm-hmm. um and they they still did like buffet style and stuff at that time it was, it, it was good because it was all southern cooking mm-hmm. but i remember us having reservations for it that i'd made because i'd heard they have long wait lines and stuff um and I still think we ended up waiting a long time just because, oh, yeah. like, I think it was still like a, an hour long wait, even though we had a reservation for a specific time.
1: Oh, yeah. They did not take reservations. They did not take call aheads.
0: Yeah. I was going to say, a lot of times in those tourist cities, they don't. And, like, uh, because I remember that in Orlando, there were places that just were like, nope, we don't take reservations, first come, first serve. Like, you have to be on site and put your name on the list. Yeah. yeah. It's just crazy to me that that, I mean, it makes sense that, that that's uh, a thing in some of those areas, but how is that a thing? even with covid you just think that they'd want to have call-aheads and like i don't understand the no re- no rush the reservation thing
2: i don't well and so like our whole trip was planned around one reservation and that was our campsite in arches uh-huh. which is where we stayed on um i think thir- thursday and Wednesday and Thursday, Thursday and Friday night. So, that's the campsite. We stay in the Devil's Garden campsite in Arches, which, like, if you're going to go camping somewhere, it's beautiful. Ooh. It's in the desert. um, And it's so secluded. There's only, like, 30 or 40 campsites. Love, uh, it's called the Devil's Garden? Yes. And it's it's beautiful, Is though. Haunted? Please
0: tell me they do something really
2: awesome around Halloween. <laughs> I feel I like mean, that would be like— I don't know. I don't know why they—I didn't— see see why they called it that but was it it hot or cold it was hot in the day and cold at night Mm -hmm. i'll say well with the desert that makes sense but like i i'm really curious about why they would call it the devil's garden like how did you not know no (laughs) i'm gonna have to look it up but it was zion was like nice but like you could there was like a lot of people i mean it was a larger campground but this one was just so secluded like we had a where our campsite was like we could have pitched our tent we got there like late at night like at 10 30 um so we pitched our tent like wherever we could in our site but like you could go further back and like it was a full moon when we got there and so like it was Mm. beautiful um and you just go back to the back of your campsite and it's just like the scenery is like amazing um but the reason Will did this whole trip when he did was because he got that campsite he booked this on Black Friday like that's how far in advance you have to book you have to book that's crazy yeah I
0: mean that that kind of makes sense I guess just because the national parks though did obviously get They've always been popular, but, like, with COVID and people not flying anywhere— They went—it got
2: crazy. It got crazy for a lot of people who were like, well, now's the time to take that road trip that we've always talked about. So, they were were crazy, and so they were even crazier. I mean, so I'm really glad that we were going home on Memorial Day weekend and not in a national park on Memorial Day weekend because it was—from everything, like I said, I follow them on Instagram, from everything I saw— they were nuts yeah, on Instagram. Sounds like it. They all had their busiest weekends. I think somewhat ever um, on Memorial Day weekend. The only time. So we we got. If you're going to do a national park, or you're going to do a national park tour, buy like a national park pass. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get it. I think for like seventy or eighty dollars. Um, most national parks, it can cost like 25 or $30 to get into one park. Oh, yeah. So... Um, if you're going
0: to multiple, it makes sense to just get a pass. It makes
1: sense to get a
0: pass. And how long does the pass last for? Is it like a year? It's a year. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, and that reminds me, if you live in Tennessee and you want to buy your child a lifetime hunting and fishing license, so you can do that up until their. F- it says, well... Zero to three, so I don't know if it's up to their fourth birthday or up to their third birthday. It's $200 right now to buy them a lifetime hunting and fishing license, but sometime in July, it changes to 350 Did you get Rory one? Oh, no.
2: Oh. I was
0: about to say, why would someone buy their kid a lifetime hunting and fishing like lice. But I guess that kind of makes sense. But at that age, I guess
1: if you're investing into them, like, here's a, a gift for you. Well, I think a lot. Like, so my nephew comes to mind. He grew up, his grandfather, dad was a taxidermist. They owned hunting dogs. They made a business out of it. He actually is on a scholarship, a shooting scholarship. Yeah. Like that w- something they did for him, I'm sure or Oh yeah, it's yeah. equivalent. It sense you know like if you death. live in yeah. a rural county if that's something your family is really into and I know a lot of families around Tennessee are. So you know, that's why I mentioned it. Now, if they have like a, a shopping one, I oh, will get that for Rory. Oh, okay. yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean. So if you had to have a license to shop, that would like, that, I don't know if that would ever actually work. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, that's it's not funny. something our, like our immediate family is into, but I know a lot of families are into that. So that is um, something to think about.
0: That's a good thing. Yeah, especially if you're doing like getting into the, visiting the parks and like going around and doing stuff and even just traveling your home state for the summer. Yeah. Um, All yeah. right. So where'd you go next?
2: Uh, okay. So after Zion, uh, well, we went to Zion. Then we stopped at Bryce just for like a morning. Where's Bryce? Uh, What's Bryce? Bryce is Who's in Bryce? Utah. Okay. Um, at Bryce Canyons, um, it's it's just it's a whole bunch of unique canyons. Also very high. I did one short trail that was. It was, there was stuff on this side, but it was a steep drop down on that side. Did you just
1: bring like a cooler of drinks and let Will go do all the hot stuff? And you're like, see you later. I know. I was
0: going to ask how many times you peed your pants. I but. <laughs>
2: I, I did go on a bunch of hikes. Um, we did Bryce. Uh, Lord, y'all, I can't even remember all the things. We went to so many national monuments and national parks. We did something after Bryce. Uh, we made our way. We did like Hoven Weep. We, we did Arches for like two days, which Arches was really cool. We did a whole bunch of hikes there. Arches, y'all, if you go to Arches, that is the legit desert. You, okay. We're like, I don't know what that means. Well, that is, you have to drink so much water. Uh-huh. You have to drink so much water. But where do you pee in a desert? Behind the cactus? Well, let me tell you all about Devil's Garden. Maybe it's the Devil's Garden because you've got to <laughs> walk to the bathroom um, a little bit away from your campsite um, and a coyote or some such animal will run out in front of you at night. Did this happen? I feel like this is a yes, real life story. this is a real life story. <laughs> did that scare the piss out of you? It almost did. Were you really drunk? No drunk? Well, look, you're so tired after hiking and yeah. being out in the heat. It's really hard to drink at night. Oh, I'm sure. It's really hard to drink at Now, Arches is in Moab. Moab did have a brewery. It's surprisingly in Utah. They had a brewery and a distillery, and they had a really good gin. Um, so I had I tried their gin, and it was so good. I bought a bottle of it. Oh wow! Um, it was like a really good gin made from like the special distilled water up in the mountain springs of the arches or from whatever the cacti um, of the future. But I experienced <laughs> what I can only assume is a Mormon liquor law when I when we went down to the brewery. Uh, What was that, like a high tax of some sort? No. Um, So, Will was drinking the brewery's beer. I was drinking the gin. And so, we were in the bar area, and we each ordered another drink. And the server came over to give it to us. And Will was finishing his beer, and she sat down his next beer. And she brought over my second gin and soda. And she said, I cannot give you this until I take away your glass.
0: Okay, I have experienced that somewhere else, and I can't remember where it's at, though. But I have had that experience one time where they were like, we legally can't put this drink down until we take your other cup yeah. away. Yeah. But I, I, I think it was, like, on beer and on,
2: like, any and liquor. I don't think it was just one or the other. Well, so this was just on liquor. Uh, his beer was fine. And I was like, oh, okay. She's like, I know. I'm sorry. It's dumb. And I was like, <laughs> okay. kind of dumb. So I, I like... F- f- Quickly, like, finish that it's one. It's like, yes, chug, chug, chug. So, I'm about, get your next one. Yeah. So, clearly, like, they can't do two-for-ones there. <laughs> no. And so, she set it down. And so, like, I posted about it on Facebook. And my friend Dakota, who lived in Utah for a little bit, especially during—he lived in Utah during the Salt Lake City—during the Salt Lake City um, Olympics, he told me that they used to have way stricter— liquor laws and alcohol laws um, but that it uh, they like I guess like when the Olympics happened and all the tourists and stuff came they like I guess made them less strict or whatever because of the Olympics. Oh.
0: Well that's interesting.
2: Yeah. So it used to be way worse. (laughs) Yeah. He said it was way worse but um, they just calmed him down because I guess they wanted to make money. Oh well. I mean (laughs)
0: I've only had to deal with like that once we went, we went on one trip to Utah and it was with Marshall. Like I went with Marshall and it was uh, for like this gig that he was playing. He's playing a private party. It was a private event. This guy who's just ridiculously loaded. His whole family's loaded. Like he was throwing this big, like, I think it was, I don't even think, I can't even remember. It was 40th. I think it was like maybe the 50th birthday party for his wife. And, like, so we assumed it was, like, going to be this big crowd and big event, probably a lot of booze and stuff. I mean, he flew in a band from Nashville and, like, put up a whole big stage on the property, had all these lights strung. Like, there was this balloon garland that was so massive and all over the place and couches out on the lawn, food mm-hmm. spreads, everything. Like, it was crazy. I'm pretty sure it's. it felt like there was maybe, like, 25 30 people there and at least like a quarter of them were children and (laughs) no booze and that's when we started to realize oh it's utah (laughs) it's like hmm we probably can't talk about alcohol they had to change their set list real quick to make sure there wasn't anything that was like alcohol party uh cussing or anything that could be slightly cussing and so anyways all the band talks about it before they go on stage like okay everyone i'll be on your best behavior we can all go drink later like best behavior (laughs) and Marshall of all people (laughs) is in the background and one of the singer or someone gets on the mic and makes some comment that is perfect for a that's what she said and Marshall couldn't help himself and he said it came through the microphone and literally my friend Whitney and I were in the audience and we were the only two laughing (laughs) it was so awkward
1: (laughs) It's like silence. All I mean, around. The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City is just weird. I is think. that a real show? Uh huh. Nuh-uh. Yeah. So they do like Hollywood. And they do Orlando and my favorite Dallas. Um, they do Manhattan and uh, but they do Salt Lake City. No, all, one's like an ex Mormon. She got excommunicated. Like and the rest are Mormon. Like I yeah. gotta watch that. So do they like? Like, how, do they have even more drama or less drama because of the no, no booze? More. Because some of them drink, some of them don't. Some of them are big in the church, some of them aren't anymore. Some of them got kicked out. <gasps> oh,
0: wow. I you know.
1: Watch this. Oh, yeah. I feel like this
0: family that we went to the show, they probably are on there or have made it. Oh, my cameo. God. If you
1: watch, like, maybe you will be like, oh. That's me. They filmed that. (laughs) Possibly. I mean, don't get me wrong. They were the nicest people ever. Oh, yeah. But we definitely
0: had that moment of being like, oh, I feel like this is like, these people are like rich and they have a lot going on for them you would think they would have been into the high like extravagant lifestyle of like boozing and partying, Right. but not at all like this was a very much a very expensive family kind of family gathering. Function, which we can now appreciate we're <laughs> <Yeah>. all married <laughs> Yeah, but wow. I mean, but I can appreciate it with a bottle of booze in hand. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah, faux show, faux show. Anyway, sorry, I keep interrupting your story. No, but, you're
2: fine. Um, um, yeah, so we, but the brewery was fun. Um, yeah, so we left Arches on Friday, maybe. Um, and i then we went to like mesa verde which is really cool that's where people lived in the cliffs the pueblo people oh, yeah. oh that's cool yeah it was really cool um that was in colorado i think so mm-hmm. we left utah um and then we went back to new mexico um and we went to the aztec ruins which is not where the aztecs lived that's just what white people said Cool. Um, okay. <laughs> it was just also some ancient Pueblo people, um, which was really cool. It's just some more ruins. Um, and then we went to some other places. We went to like a Natural Bridges uh National Monument Park. We went to so many places. Um and then we finished up with Chaco Culture, mm-hmm. which is a world national heritage site. So a really big deal. Like um with the sandal? where is this at? Chaco's. Yeah, <laughs> um, it was in new mexico uh-huh. um and it's a really like it's a really cool place really cool ancient ruins um but it 21 miles of it was driving on rutted gravel uh-huh um and it was friday um and i will say this uh, uh a trip like this is a vacation, but not a vacation because mm. it's not a relaxing beach vacation. Right. It's a vacation where you're going and seeing a bunch of stuff, which yeah. is great. Um, you're but hiking. And- so you're hiking and you're camping and you're just, it's a lot of getting out of the car, going to this viewpoint, looking at this thing back in the car, driving a little bit, getting out, going to this viewpoint. So by Friday afternoon, I was kind of done. Uh-huh. Um, so then driving for like 20 miles on rutted gravel, to get out and look at some ruins. No matter how cool and ancient they were, I was, like, really done. <laughs> um, and then we, like, had to hike, like, what, half a mile or 0.75 miles. And I was just like, uh... Fuck these ruins. Leave me in the car to die all the <laughs> Yeah. And then we had to get back in the car and drive the 20 miles down the rutted gravel again. Uh-huh. And then we were still in New Mexico. Um, and then... That same night, uh, was this Friday or Saturday? I can't even remember. Um, anyway, so that happened. But anyway, it all ended up that Saturday night. We drove all day Saturday night, and we're driving back home. And you know how we talked about how you really need a reservation? Well, we weren't totally sure um, which way we were coming or going on our itinerary, like, finishing up. Because we had talked about going through, like, um, Denver on our way home or going through another different way or going through, like, Oklahoma City and all that. Mm -hmm. Um, So we had not made our full hotel reservations. um, And unfortunately, it was Memorial Day weekend, Mm. everyone. Mm -hmm. Um, And as we talked about, everyone wanted to get out and travel. So... Friday night, we were fine to get a hotel. Um, Saturday night, we were not so lucky. (laughs) Oh, no. So, we were trying to get a hotel. So, we came back the way we came, basically. um, And we were going to just try to get a hotel in Tucumcari, uh, which is in New Mexico. Um, And that did not happen. So did y'all end up sleeping in the car? Or did you eventually find a new place in a different so, city? So yeah. So we we stopped in Albuquerque just to grab dinner and look for look for a hotel to book in and Chukum and Carry, and we could not find anything for. We looked for forty five minutes in a parking lot of a Whataburger, and could not find anything for two hundred miles. Oh wow! In anywhere, um, so we will just started driving. Mm-hmm towards Tucumcari. um, And I kept looking and kept looking and kept looking. And finally, I found a hotel. It looks like a murder hotel um, in Hereford, Texas, which is 30 miles off the interstate near Amarillo. Oh, wow.
0: When you got there, did you, did you, did you feel the ghostly vibes of all the murder victims yeah so
2: i we (laughs) got there at three in the morning oh wow because
0: i were basically paying for a
2: nap then yeah yeah so i i called the per i called them and i was like i called them at like it was like midnight and i called and i said because i was just calling because like google like nothing and i just i kept calling people and they were like no no, yeah. no. So finally I called this person. I was like, do you have a room available? And they were like, yes. And I was like, can I book it? And they were like, just give me your name. And I was like, okay. I was like, we're going to be there in like two and a half, three hours. And they were like, okay. So I was, I gave them my name and we pulled up and there was no lobby. It was like, it was, it was like a little rinky dink motel. Oh my. It was like the budget end. Some, some old person come out with a key like a physical key for you so like <laughs> i went up and rang the night button oh wow at the window
1: and was some, it at least
2: cheap it was like 73 dollars okay. yeah, yeah it was day. cheap but some man came out in his pajamas what
1: well, could have been worse He could have been nude
2: <laughs> it's yeah. true yeah um so we got it and he said to me he was like you know checkout is at 11 right <laughs> And I said, "I said, yeah, we just need to sleep." And yeah. he was like, "Okay." He
0: probably was like, "Okay." Normally, I wouldn't believe you at three o'clock in the morning, but uh, <laughs> but you guys look like it.
2: So we went in there, and it was um, it was like someone's like bed. Like, I mean, it was not a. It literally looked like it came from Grandma's attic. Oh my! Oh my! So we slept for a few hours, which I think was better because we were going to drive all the way home the next day. Yeah, that was probably a pretty long drive. It was. We once again got home at 3.30 in the morning. What time did you guys get up and leave that hotel? Uh, Probably 8.30. Oh. But we stopped and ate at the big texan steakhouse oh yeah for breakfast oh but that was good and it had steak and beer and saltzer for breakfast yum and also mountain oysters which are bull's balls yeah in case you don't know Is that delicious <laughs> they were actually how were really those good.
1: bull's balls they were <laughs> I really chicken good liver so i can't say nothing <laughs> they were good um yeah our favorite thing to do in Gatlinburg is to drive all of the hotels and like decide how many people were have been murdered there
2: Yeah, so I mean, you know, it was Will actually texted his best friend Tim, and he texted him the address uh, when we got there, and said, "In case you don't hear from us by noon the next day, this is where we are." This is where you'll find our bodies. We didn't get a text. (laughs) Yeah, how are we not on the potential murder text? (laughs) I didn't because he knew Tim would be awake. Oh my god! So we made it home, and that was our trip. Um, And just a few quick things. I um, talked all about making reservations and stuff like that. Make sure you do that. Um, make sure uh, you do something about your phone data uh, because we don't have unlimited and we ran out of phone data by like Friday. Um, and so I got charged 30 extra dollars. Ooh. Ooh. So we still have a couple of days left in the month. So that's the thing. Um, and also maybe research about the environment that you're going into. Because um, I talked about my nose bleeding. Our noses bled all week because it was so dry. Yeah. Oh yeah. So we had to stop by a, a pharmacy and get like saline and Vaseline to like deal with our noses. I have to do that here. Yeah. Um, Every day. And our skin, our our lips mm-hmm. cracked and bled. Yep. Um, because I just didn't even realize like how dry Utah was. Anytime I go to Colorado, I just have a headache for a week. Yeah. It's altitude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I just didn't think about, like, literally, my lips were peeling and bleeding. You had two days to plan. Yeah. <laughs> I How God, did Jess. you not get all of this together, Jess? Um, and my my face and my hands were just so—I mean, I had some lotion, but it wasn't, like, the good— You just need straight up Vaseline I at this point. Well, and I did. I bought Vaseline. We stopped at, like, a little Utah pharmacy that had an entire Mormon section at the back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> To get like this, that kind of stuff that you Get we, some
1: Mormon memorabilia for your trip?
2: I did get a book on the Mormons. Okay. <laughs> just well, because, like. <laughs> yeah, I'm a I curiosity. Hear about <laughs> it. I was, you know. Um, yeah. Like but, drinking reading. I mean, you know, um, so yeah, I would just, if you can make sure you, because if I, I would have brought that stuff from home instead of like buying it on the road, cause I had all that stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so anyway, that's my, my little travel tips that How I learned. Fun. I mean, that, that's, <laughs> a,
0: that's like one of those like epic, like lifetime journey trips. You want to do it like once. It's awesome. And then you probably never want to do it again. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. Like I, I mean, it was really fun to hike. Like, maybe I'd go back to some of those places, but, like, I—we passed a spa at one point driving, and I looked over at Will, and I was like, can we stop at that spa, please? (laughs) Like, I definitely think um, I can—I mean, he could have just gone and gone and gone and taken pictures and all that, but, like, I definitely need a rest day in there because I was definitely burnt out at the end, and I had— you get to a point where you see so much stuff that you can't appreciate it anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's where I was at the end of it. So, yeah. here, so how many times did y'all try to kill each other? Um, we were actually pretty good. Um, there was a few points where I probably, like... <laughs> we kind of probably fussed at each other a little bit, but, like, we didn't get into any, like, full-blown arguments. Oh. See, we went to Gatlinburg for two nights, and I only
1: threatened divorce seriously twice.
0: Yeah. I'm <laughs> Yeah. I'm, about to say, I'm trying, <laughs> trying to remember what the magic number is for Marshall and I, but I think it's somewhere, like, we can go, like, on a good 10-day trip, but I think once you get past that, like, that's when it's, like— y- I think there needs to be, like, everyone has their magic number where it's like, I need to have a little bit of me time away from you yeah. so I can still enjoy time with you. Um, I versus every four hours. I think it also depends on what you're doing. Like, That's if you're, true. like, fully active the whole time, like, I feel like then you need that, like, alone, me, rest time, like, a little yeah. bit more often and more frequently. But, like, I remember a friend of mine um, who got married a few years before me and Marshall that she had said they planned this big epic like uh honeymoon i want to say they went to italy and did something like that and it was like a two-week vacation and she was just like it was great but there was clearly that point where it was just like it was a little bit too long and we needed to come back but they they were thinking if they were going over to europe like you know you want to like, you're spending all that money. You're going to go for that big, right. long of course, time. Of course. And and it's your honeymoon. So you don't want to plan anything separate. But there was also clearly that point where they were like, um, give yourself a little me time. Because that was their advice to us. Because we, oh, yeah. Yeah. we were pretty much gone for like half a month for between our wedding and our, our honeymoon. And they, they were just like, hey, make sure you've got a little time for you in there or else you're going to want to kill your new spouse. Well,
2: <laughs> and there was one point, I think by midweek, I think it was at Bryce Canyon, Where I was so sick of, and Bryce Canyon was literally just getting in and out of the car and looking at viewpoints. And that was just annoying the hell out of me. Yeah, I was like, I'm so sick of doing this. And Will was like, there's one point where you can just take this hike. And he was like, it's just a really short hike and you can walk and meet me at the next viewpoint. And I was like, fine. I was like, I'm just going to do that. I was like, I'd rather walk there and just get out of the car and stop just getting in and out of the car. And I was like, I'll just meet you there. And that was like, Way better for me to just walk there and have just some time for me to just be by myself for a few minutes instead of just in and out of the car. In and out of the car. Yeah. Yeah. I'd also get car sick, too, if I had to do that. Like, stop and go a lot.
0: My dad was like a person like that when we were growing up. like going. He loved to—like, when we lived in South Dakota, it's like every weekend we were out in the Black Hills and doing, like, little— drive to go see places and I love doing that but there was also like some some weekends where I was just like like don't make me get in the car don't make me sit in the back seat like I don't want to do it you know usually I'd sit up front my sisters would sit in the back seat like reading and ignoring everything but (laughs) yeah but yeah oh man anyways well it sounds like you still had an epic journey epic vacation yeah um so
1: yeah well um so on a different topic Mm-hmm. I need some advice. Okay, what's it? Okay. What is the protocol for? I guess a thank you to one of your best friend's husbands for sending you flowers. Uh, well, what they send you flowers for? Okay, so while we're on our trip, it was about midnight. My mm-hmm. husband gets an email. Mm-hmm. on his like lawyer page okay and he's and i was kind of asleep so i thought i dreamed it and he was like i just got this really weird email from one of your best friend's husbands and this friend has been a friend from as long as i can remember she's from my hometown and <clears throat> like her husband does not have any type of social media or anything like that mm-hmm. like they own a chicken barn. and they're you know, very happy in their rural state. And I guess he wanted to send me flowers to thank me for being such a good friend to his wife. Okay. And so just like, what do you want me to say? And I was like, oh my God, let me just tell him like that's not necessary. That's what friends are for, you know. And it was a very long email, like kind of going in because I guess he didn't want, it to come off as weird as like her getting me getting flowers from another man, yeah. In any way, so so he wrote your husband about yeah, it, yeah, because I guess he didn't know my email and couldn't figure out how to contact me. Yeah, he just found Jay's like work email, okay. And I, I mean, I was half asleep. I was like, I just that's not nice necess- Like that's what friends are for. Da, 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 da. And so I guess then he gets upset and he's like, I mean, he doesn't even want. His wife to have flowers. And I told her, I was like, oh, my God, like, what is going on? But anyway, so, it was, like, it was just weird. Did he send you the flowers? Yes. I got on Monday when I got home from work. Well, I guess that's not
0: necessarily weird. I mean, if you had done something recently for his wife and he thought it was really appreciative and maybe he saw the, the way it affected
1: her or something, like. Well, I think, like, they're having some issues in their marriage, and he has realized how bad it has been. Uh-huh. Like most men don't realize how bad it has been. Uh-huh. And he is doing everything he can to save their marriage, including sucking up to friends.
0: Oh. oh. That would have been my next guess. As soon as you said that they're having some issues, that makes a little
1: bit more right. sense. So then he's like... Jay doesn't even want me to send her flower. He he, she's just gonna leave him. And I was like, no, I told him that. I was like, that's my job as your friend. I was like I'm always gonna be there for you. Like, yeah, no biggie. I, I. Guess, it was just weird. Like, I guess you just say thank you. That was really well. That's a kind gesture. Of course, I don't have a way to communicate with him. Oh. I do not want him having my number because I don't. Like I mean, obviously my loyalty lies to her, and yeah. so I don't yeah, want. Yeah. Is there a way to send the message back through her? And I did. Like, I just said, Thomas, I said, "Thanks."
0: Yeah. I mean, I guess that's a, that's that can be nice. I guess it's it it depends on if it's genuine. Sure. Um, but like, okay, so for instance, uh, I made these nice uh, memorial videos for uh, two of your losses last year, right? your husband yeah. sent me a message to say thank you for doing that on uh, for you because he just was like it was just a nice genuine thing and I actually thought that that was really sweet that oh, yeah. he had reached out to me because you had already said thank you but it's like I also knew you were going through so much and everything yeah he wrote me and he was just like that was really really kind of you it really meant a lot to her and her whole family and I was just like you know from him being an outsider like seeing all but of it,
1: you're also really good friends with my husband I'm also really good friends with him so that's True, too. Yeah. Like, it would have been, it would have been
0: a little, it would have been nice, but probably maybe not as, like, oh, okay, thanks, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if I didn't know him as well. But I mean, I, so, so, I'm like, okay, it depends on, there's a lot of factors. I know, yeah. it's it's interesting.
2: That's a, yeah. they're pretty flowers, so whatevs. <laughs> that's really nice, I guess. <laughs> yeah. You know, mm-hmm. but that's, that is a little I, weird. I feel like you're just going to have to see how that situation, uh, yeah. I mean, in, obviously yeah. my loyalty is, lies with her. So, yes. like,
1: Great if he is doing everything he needs to and she's happy, yay! Yeah, but so, if he's
2: just sucking up, right? Meh.
1: Yeah. Well, I said let's see how this goes. Like yeah. if he continues to send me flowers, <laughs> you know that's a good sign. <laughs> did uh how? I'm curious. What was her reaction? Did yeah. she know that
0: he was doing this, or did was she just as surprised Well, was like, so Hello. my first
1: thing was because he, I immediately the next morning when I realized it was in a dream, message. I was like, are are you guys okay? Like, he sent a message to my husband. He's going to send me flowers. Like, da 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 Yeah. Like, I just want you to, like, what the, because f- it's been, like, a, <laughs> a couple of days since I talked, you know, like, and I hadn't seen her in a minute. And so she called me and, like, she's like, yes, like, you deserve flowers. He realized that not only does he need to take care of me, he needs to take care of my friends. And I was like, okay, okay. cool. Keep sending them.
0: <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Well, that yeah, that's a little, that's a little different. But uh, <laughs> I yeah. guess it, uh, like I would able to say her reaction would be what would make me think either this is great or this is a little right, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> right,
1: uh, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, it was interesting for uh, sure. Well, all right, I'm gonna uh, so for our next segment, I'm gonna send you guys something, but you can't look at it until I tell you. Okay,
0: okay. All right. Well, you know what segment's coming up next, right? No. Treat of the week.
1: Oh wait, this is for Drink about it, but
0: sure. <laughs> well, we're not skipping to that part. We're going to start with no, treat still, of the
1: week. Don't check your don't check uh, until we get to this. Okay. 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 <laughs> now I'm, I'm all sorts of curious. Shall I wait? No. Go ahead. Okay.
0: Good. Uh, I'll turn my phone over, and you just tell me when I can look at it. Okay. <laughs> all right. All righty, Okay. It is time for Treat of the Week.
2: Treat yourself.
1: Treat, 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 treat.
0: What are you treating yourselves to this week or what have you treat yourself to? I hope for your sake, Jess, it was some sort of a pampering for your feet, your hands, your head. I, don't I know.
1: hope it was the Mormon lifestyle.
2: <laughs> I can't <laughs> even say that with a straight
0: bite. <laughs> I oh
2: wish you could say
0: that it was like sonic booze, but I'm sorry, we're going off on a tangent. Yes. What was your actual
2: treat of the week? Uh, well, it is coming up this weekend. Uh-huh. It is... Uh, pampering time oh yes um, so I have a Petty and a Manny scheduled uh, uh, for tomorrow Saturday uh-huh. when this episode drops on Friday um, and then I have a facial uh, on Sunday um, and Will and I are planning to go see a movie in the movie theater <gasps> should we all two. do that together what
0: movie
2: we're gonna go see A Quiet Place too. oh oh yeah. my gosh we wanna see that so us bad too. Yeah. us too us too um, but I also, hello everyone sitting here, I really want to go see the contouring movie. Yes, that too. Oh, let's go, let's,
1: girls day. <laughs>
2: girls <Yeah>. day.
0: <laughs> if it's in the middle of the afternoon and you're not going to scare the crap out of me, sure, I'll go. <laughs>
2: um, I'll sit there like this the whole time. <laughs> so, yeah, so I have a really relaxed weekend coming up after crazy time. Love it. Love it. What about you, Trina? Um, I have two that uh,
0: I'm going to talk about. One would be this lovely patio we are sitting on. It's so cute. cute amazing it's extra cute with all the cats i know all the cats they are loving this luxurious outdoor life we've only owned this house for like you know eight or nine years um and haven't really done much with this deck but now that it's enclosed and caged in for the cats and it's the perfect little (coughs) patio setup we finally have invested in real furniture and not just the table and it's awesome like we've been
1: piecing the stuff together and ordered everything and um It's great. Some of your cats are a little too comfortable. I mean, they're very comfortable. If you follow me on Snapchat, you will understand what I mean. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, I'm going to have to go look at that Jess and I got a show earlier. (laughs) Yeah, we
0: did. (laughs) It's on your Snapchat?
1: I did not know about that. I sent it straight to you. Don't worry. Fantastic. I'm going to go look at that. (laughs) Um, So, I would
0: say (laughs) this lovely patio set, if you're looking for any good patio stuff, like uh online selection is so much better than in the stores we looked everywhere for stuff and uh we ended up getting most of our furniture from like a s outdoor sectional and the chairs that rock from walmart and then um we got the carpets and stuff from uh big lots and all of our little accessories all these little like fake succulents and plants and stuff were all from big lots and nice they had like Hella good deals at Big Lots. I was honestly really impressed. They had the best show floor of like outdoor patio furniture. Um, and everything that was priced already on sale, like was even lower when we got to the register. Oh wow. Like wow. so their prices were just not right. <laughs> yeah. Everything was like more than half off of what we had expected to spend. So it was like fantastic. Well, that's um, good.
1: Next, Cruella.
0: Okay, oh. we saw
1: it. Okay, I loved it. I haven't seen it yet. You I haven't seen see it, it yet. It. No. Oh my not gosh. We we got it. We didn't. We
0: didn't go to the theater for it. We were wanting to make our first big theater return for um, a Quiet Place too, because it was funny enough that would be the movie that we were going to go see for the first time after we had Waylon, um, because he would have been a few months old. It was in March. We were finally starting to get out, and then everything shut the f down. Right. And we couldn't go to the movies, and that would have been my first time back the movie since like having him
1: those are the that's the movie you want to see in a theater yeah exactly
0: so we're like actually probably gonna get a babysitter and like go see that one in the theaters we thought about doing last weekend and then didn't so we ended up buying cruella from like the disney premiere yeah where you can do that Um, totally worth it i mean we
2: already want to watch it like over and over again oh sorry how's that working like when's it just going to be on regular old disney plus
0: um, it's not until I think like late August mm, or September. Okay, uh, it's sometime in the fall. So, because usually it's uh about three months or so after. Yeah, because we did the same thing when uh, Mulan came out. We went ahead and just bought it through there. I figured it was worth it because it's about what you'd spend to go to the movie theater. Yeah, but you pretty much get instant access to it repeatedly. Oh, okay. So it's not like a once, like, it's not like on-demand where you buy it and rent it and it's like, you see it for like 24, hours. Yeah. You get it just early access. Whereas if you had just Disney Plus, you just get it in a few months. Got it. So it was totally worth it. It's such a good movie. I know some people are like, hmm. Not
1: really a fan. No, I've gotten all... uh, Everything I've seen is good reviews. Yeah. Cool.
0: I've literally only seen, like, a couple things online where people are like, oh, they're trying to make Cruella, who's always been this big villain, like, likable because it's the backstory. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. no, I mean, they still make it pretty clear. This isn't a spoiler or anything. Like, they still make it pretty clear. Like, she's not the greatest. (laughs) Like, there's clearly some issues. Yeah. But um, it's, it's a good... I think they did a good job on telling... How does someone become Cruella? Gotcha. So. I mean, that's, I think backstories are so much fun. Yeah, for sure. And it's similar how they did with Maleficent. You like actually kind of enjoy getting to know this character all of a sudden. Yeah. Yeah. So, Mm. I mean, sometimes it's cool to know the villains. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I recommend it. Anyways, what else is uh, your treat
1: of the week, Lindsay? Okay. So I have started this series of books. since our last podcast now i'm book five tell me tell me uh (laughs) so uh (laughs) i'm just gonna tell you how i started telling my niece and she's like that went a completely different way than i thought it was going to so this woman is like our age like 40-ish okay i'm almost 40-ish okay i'm not 40-ish i'm not there (laughs) (laughs) but she is going through a divorce. Okay. Her child is grown. Uh-huh. So that is a little different than us. You know, she had her children young. We waited till we were at grandmother age. <laughs> well, um, well, well. Okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. Whoa now. <laughs> <laughs> whoa now. Uh yes yeah, some of my friends I graduate with are grandmothers. Okay. So <laughs> so uh yeah, so she is like starting this new chapter and when her husband's like, oh, I'm leaving you for a younger woman, she's like, okay, peace. Like, she was just kind of like, oh, cool. I can start my life now. Uh-huh. So, what do you do? So, at first, she's like, she gets a little bit of money, like, from the sell of the house and stuff. Um, they were well off, but not, like, well-to-do. Like, she was a housewife. Like, what does she do? So, she moves in with her parents. So, she figures out what. And, of course, like, when you're 40 and moving in with your parents – they have eccentricities. Like her dad walks around naked and she calls them his begonias, are just everywhere. And like, this is like horrifying. In my <laughs> yeah. Mind. Like, her, what? she's like I laid down in my bed that I had in high school, and there's Brad Pitt. From Legends of the Fall. Hmm. And I take it down. Then my mom gets mad at me and wonders where she can get a poster of that nice young man. And like, you know, it's just like (laughs) hilarious and relatable. And uh, she ends up taking uh, this job really just to get out of her parents' house to figure things out. Because she's like, I just can't live. I can't live here with my dad's begonias. So (laughs) uh, it was this house. Her best friend was kind of well off. And they would go to this house. And it was, like, this creepy house, and her, her best friend hated it, and it had all these secret passageways and stuff like that. So, she gets there, and there she's going to be, the, like, the caretaker of this house. And she gets there, and there's, like, all these weird people working for the house. And one ends up being a vampire, and another ends up being a gargoyle. And when. One- <laughs> the bar is owned by a polar bear shifter it's really good polar bear shifter i am on book five and i'm obsessed i'm so what is this called okay midlife magic midlife magic i'm writing this shit down (laughs) kf breen and it gets so like the first couple books is like how she becomes magical and this house is actually magical it's called the ivy house and then it gets in and then like book four and five get super sexy so get ready where'd you hear about this Does she
0: do it with a polar bear
1: shaped hope so <laughs> telling
2: oh my god giving it away or a she's gargoyle her fetish all of a sudden or, or she might have a stone fetish with a gargoyle <laughs> she
1: becomes a magical being and i don't want to like give it away of what she becomes but she becomes something she becomes a Gar, gar bear <laughs> I, I'm thinking uh, What is that thing When you're like Half human Half horse uh, Oh a, centaur. a centaur. centaur She's like some sort Of a unicorn centaur Oh <coughs> I like it yeah. Maybe Bigfoot Makes an appearance Maybe not What Where'd you what? hear About this Okay so Okay clearly We all need to read this And like have our own Oh my book god about I love this yes. <laughs> okay So I am an audible member Yeah uh-huh. And I had The max amount of credits Before I was Going to lose credits And I get an email. It's like, okay, if you spend, because you have 12 credits, like if you spend three of them, then you're going to get credit, this many credits or whatever. So I'm like looking and I'm like, what do I want to read or what do I want to listen to? So I find this. I'm like, okay, this is good. I like the paranormal. I like fantasy. But also like I like the YA series, but sometimes they just get a a little too much. Uh So I was like, all right, let me just draw this one, whatever. Okay, book one obsessed. I'm on book five. Okay, in a yeah. week, probably a week and a half.
2: All right. Okay.
1: All right. <laughs> okay. I'm sold. You sold me. You, told me. you sold gotta, me. Now
0: I've got to read this now. Yeah. So
1: I'm like telling this to my niece, and then she's and then when I get to like the whole magic, and she's like, "Whoa, this is <laughs> not where I thought." This was going to go.
0: I mean, I thought it was going to be all about begonias and avoiding them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it, it is. It is
1: A lot of this. And then like her parents come to the house and like, her pa- like they see the magic and her dad just can't wrap his head around it. So her mom finally gets it and her mom just is like, honey, she's a head of a cult he's like oh, okay that makes sense like that <laughs> makes more sense than it the house being magical so mm-hmm. then they go with that
2: well i mean the cult thing might make more sense than a polar bear shapeshifter <laughs> or a gargoyle. and he sees it and he's like well honey that that man over there has a lot of hair <laughs>
1: and she's like oh I, my god where, daddy's where is got this? dementia <laughs> right. and when sh- you know shifters change gargoyles change and shape shift they get naked right so then her dad's like I'm at home in my begonias and they're like she's like dad put that away she's like, well, he's right. like everybody else is naked where is it what state does this take place in oh god uh so she originally lives in like, <laughs> LA and then she moves this is somewhere in the south right no it's no? out west it's just in a very small town maybe somewhere in Utah Torino. <clears throat> It's Colorado, <laughs> clearly they're all high. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> KF Breen, um, obsessed, I think. Oh and God. if you listen to an audible, at first the narrator's voice kind of got on my nerves. But then she does the voices for all the characters because there's like a vampire gardener who's obsessed with the flowers. And she, he has a really distinct voice. And then you have Mr. Tom or Earl, depending on who you are, who is a gargoyle. And then you have Jesse who is like the main character. You have um another person who can change into this magical black unicorn or a little like gnome who has really sharp like a gremlin, sharp teeth and sharp claws. Anyway, you just have to listen. Stay tuned for
2: our fantasy supernatural. You'd like to join
1: our book club. Book club.
2: <laughs> Yeah, I'm all about this now. Me too. It's really good. Um, I was, yeah. I'm was. i looking for a fun, light summer.
1: It's It's definitely like a beach read, like an audible read. Um, You know, something that if you just want to have fun with. Yeah. All right. That sounds cool. Yeah, man. All right. Time for
0: Drink About It. Drink, 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 drink. 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 All right, good or bad, celebratory or event-worthy, what are we drinking about? I've got one from a listener. Oh, yay. Uh, this is from Layla down in Florida. She is like, yay, my floors are done. She's been installing, her husband has been installing new tile floors in their bedroom. They had plans to do their whole house, but then they did their bedroom. And then they realized how hard it is (laughs) and her whole body hurts. It's taken so many days to recover from it that I'm pretty sure she has since had a um, realization of how hard laborers who do that kind of stuff, home repairs and stuff like, yeah. They make it look easy on YouTube, but they don't explain when they're when they're fast forwarding the video and time lapsing it how long it actually takes and how your whole body hurts from crawling around on the floor. Yeah. On your knees. You know, like yeah. so anyways, I think she's gotten a new appreciation for people who do that kind of work. Sure. Um, but yeah, yay for our new floors. Yeah. Yay.
2: Thank you. Yeah. What about you, Jess? What you drinking about? All right. Well, this uh, I'm gonna jump back to the trip out west. Um, so, our second night traveling, we stayed in Albuquerque, and we stayed at the Holiday Inn Express out there by the airport. Yeah. Uh-huh. Seemed like a perfectly fine hotel. Read the Google reviews. Sure. It was in the neighborhood of other hotels. And, um, yep, we stayed there, and um, we stayed by light. You could see our car from our hotel room. Nobody said anything to us when we checked in. Um, and about three in the morning, we heard some laughter outside our hotel room, but we were really tired from driving all day long. And, uh, it woke, the laughter woke us up. It sounded like some girls laughing. Um, but we literally, and we had like the blinds drawn. Sure. Um, and so to drown out the laughter, we turned on the air conditioner. Yeah. Yeah. And just to remind everyone, we were traveling out west to camp. So, though we took in our suitcases, we did not take in all the other crap that was in our car to camp. Um, Because that would have been many, many trips up to the hotel room. Yeah. Um, So, we turned on the air conditioner and went back to sleep. And probably about 15 or 20 minutes later, uh, the phone rang in our hotel room. And it was a front desk. Well, answered it It was the front desk telling him that the car had been broken into oh no yep so uh he went downstairs and dealt with it and then i stayed up in the room for like 10 minutes and then went downstairs to find him um and he was trying to tape uh, i like couldn't find him for a little bit but i saw that the car was um under the like hotel lobby like entrance or whatever um Anyway, long story short, uh, the police eventually came and took a report. They completely busted out the passenger window behind the driver's side window, and they stole around probably. We itemized everything when we came back on Monday, um, and they stole probably like over five thousand dollars worth of stuff.
1: Like, what did they
2: steal? Um, they stole like our brand new hiking backpacks. Um, they stole some stuff that was in there. They stole our complete hammock set that we had that was in the backpacks. Oh, man. They they basically busted out that window and grabbed anything that was right there with the handle. Um, and the worst thing was that, Will and I guess this is our thing with our own naivety or whatever, but Will left all of his cameras in there. No. Oh gosh! They take the the bag full of cameras because it just looks like a backpack, a black backpack. Uh huh. So all of his cameras with all of his lenses and no. everything oh, that was worth about four thousand dollars. i about to say you don't get up to that price without like something electronic being so stolen. All of his cameras, <sighs> and which we've traveled before with his with that stuff in there before and stayed places and it, he just he just didn't and th- I mean thank God he had grabbed his laptop out of the car and stuff because that was like literally right there in the door yeah, um, yeah. so all of that gone um Oof. all of our all of our mechanic like, stuff like uh, like just all of it. our hiking backpack with like our water systems in there for hiking oh my uh-huh. gosh um, just like eh, all of it um like our first aid kit um and because he had like packed up the backpack with stuff, was sure at the beginning or end of the trip the beginning, this was our second yeah. night on the road, oh gosh, all of it gone. um, so then we so he filed a police report, and the hotel front desk clerk we'll dealt with was awful. um, he apparently refused to call the police. Um, And the only reason we knew about this was I guess the hotel maybe shares a security person with other hotels in the area. And they just happened to drive through the parking lot and see that the glass was at like and see it. Um, Yeah. So the hotel clerk, I wrote a one star review for this hotel um, because the hotel clerk refused to call the police because he didn't want to tie up the business line at four in the morning for the few minutes that it would take to call the police are you serious, yeah. yeah, that sounds like he knew who did it, oh, yeah, that's what we think, honestly, like, that's what they, we think
0: he he had friends that, oh mm-hmm.
2: yeah, yeah, <clears throat> so ref, ref and just like had no empathy for the situation um refused to show will the footage of the camera in the parking lot and refused to show the police what the footage, which makes me think maybe he was there, oh, what Alvin. was his reasoning? I don't know. But so two police officers showed up, and they were really nice and took the police report and everything. And so finally, I think one of them went back—two of of them went back there, and one of them came back. And they had just come from another hotel where the same thing had happened. Yeah. Uh And that hotel readily showed their footage. Yeah. Um, And apparently, one other person— At our same hotel, got targeted, um, and their window got broken. Nothing got stolen from them because they didn't even like go for their trunk. Like they didn't have anything in their back seat. Yeah. Um, But like the desk clerk didn't even tell Will that like somebody else had gotten their car broken into. Like this person was so unempathetic to the entire situation, like just nothing. They one hundred percent knew about it. They're guilty.
1: Guilty. Just sounds so guilty. Yeah.
2: Just it was ridiculous. Um, anyway, it really sucked. Um, have you called back to complain to, like, the manager or anything? Or We haven't. Like, and nobody's, like, <clears throat> rep- it's really weird. Like, so then Will went the next morning to the front desk clerk mm-hmm. and said what happened. And she was like, oh, my God. She's like, if you, she's like, I wish I'd been working last night. Like, I, if I would known you were, like, traveling with a car full of stuff, I would have told you to park under the front. Yeah. Where the lights were. She's like, I tell people that are traveling or like U-Hauls and stuff to park under the front all the time. Uh, so. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, like, I said all this in my Google review. Like, I said, I laid all this stuff out. Yeah. Um. So, anyway, so we traveled our whole trip with a cardboard and duct tape window. Been there and done that once. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's so, not fun. <laughs> no. So, thankfully, it was okay the rest of the time. Like, everywhere – our ca- camping, it was fine. Um Everywhere else we stayed, we – basically, we stayed in, like, motels and were able to park, like, directly in front of our door where we were yeah. staying. Um Unfortunately, uh, when we got back home, like literally last night, it looked like someone tried to break into <laughs> Will's car again by peeling the window. Oh my god! Um, because actually, someone else, someone else's car was broken into in our apartment complex. So someone clearly tried to get into Will's car again last night because he's Ugh. he's waiting on the insurance like to get the quote right. and everything. Oh yeah. Um. So I, when I left to record, um, he was on the phone with the insurance to like go get it fixed. Um. But all that money and everything, we won't get it all back because we were away from home Um oh. when stuff was stolen. Oh, that's Because it's covered by renter's insurance. Right. And uh. not by... Yeah. Oh, that's so horrible. So anyway, long, long story, but that's what I am drinking about. So it was a bummer at the start of our trip that, and we th- actually, when all that happened... We, like, didn't get a lot of sleep, and we were, like, should we even continue on right. our trip? Oh, yeah. But we did, Um, and he actually found a camera... St- store in utah i think in a small uh city in utah where he was able to get a film camera because he had a bunch of film in the cooler yeah Uh, so he did find a film camera that he could use to take because that was a big part of him for the trip was to was to take pictures with the camera yeah um so he did find a camera that and he bought a camera that he could use on the trip Oh, i feel so bad for him that sucks so much yeah so that's what we're drinking about it sucks but oof, ouch yep uh right.
0: well so I told my mom about part of your story yeah. because she used to live in Albuquerque Ugh. and a bunch of my family still lives there <laughs> and uh, she immediately goes what side of town was it on north side south side east side west side I could have told him which side t- town to stay on and then she goes never mind. And I was like, well, what would it have mattered, you know? And she was just like, well, not really. It wouldn't have mattered at all. All of Albuquerque is pretty horrible. But I could have told them which gang would probably be the one that broke into the car. Are you serious? <laughs> because apparently it's like, well, they they're, the people who are known for certain things are on certain sides of town. <laughs> we just should
2: not have stayed in Albuquerque. Yeah, apparently just like don't stay in Albuquerque. We shouldn't have stayed in Albuquerque.
0: Um, and I was going to say also, this is like a really random tip for a lot of people. Like, so when Marshall's been traveling out on the road with bands and stuff. Um I've gone on the road a few times with them and they always would take the van or the trailer and back it up literally as close as they possibly could to a wall, a bush, a dumpster like literally what they'd find whatever surface oh, yeah. surface that they could literally get this far from the wall where that door could not be opened in the back because mm. it's such a apparently it's a common thing for people to go around and look for these little u-haul trailers that people are moving or bands mm-hmm. are on the road and steal all their equipment oh yeah and if you can imagine like musicians like it's easy to Like, just like a photographer, like, you take that musician's gear, all of a sudden they've got thousands of dollars worth of stuff that they, like, how do they replace it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, And most of the time it's very, been modified, it's unique, it's all that. So they would literally, like, back it up, which people could probably still get in on the side doors of vans, that's one thing, but it's like they did everything they could to possibly make it as hard as possible. Sure. Like, if someone's going to steal stuff, they're only going to be able to get out the small side door, not the big back door. Right. Um, but yeah, luckily they never had that experience. And usually there would be like someone in the hotel that they could say, like, we've got this stuff, like but uh, I bet
2: I literally bet the the death clerk totally Totally sounds guilty. Totally yeah. sounds. I mean, I hate to say that, but yeah. Ugh. Well, what are you drinking about, Lindsay? Okay. So, like I said, we went to
1: Gatlinburg. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And there was one thing I said, look, husband. I want to do this one thing. You're not going to like it, but this is the only thing I want to do while we're here. Uh Uh-huh. So he couldn't say no. What was it? I need you to look at your phones. Okay. And your text messages.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lord.
1: Oh, my gosh. I love it. I love it. I love it. Oh, my.
0: I love both of
1: these pictures So, so much. if you've never been to East Tennessee... The big thing there is to do an old-timey photo. You can be, like, from whatever, but we chose, like, the flapper bar scene. Uh Uh-huh. Mostly because all their other outfits were in dry cleaners. (laughs) Uh (laughs) But, oh, my gosh. I love
0: this, especially, like, Rory's picture in Uh the center on the first picture. She looks like she's got, like, that kind of, like, she's not smiling, so she's Mm -hmm. got that serious face on, like, like she's, if, if you were Bonnie and Clyde, she's like little
1: Bonnie. Yeah, yeah. she's with that feather. Uh, yeah, we had little feather headbands and little, like, I uh, had the fishnet hose. Jay had the cowboy hat. He had the rifle. Rory and I had pistols and money bags. And all Jay kept saying is like, I never knew I looked this good in a cowboy hat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with the beard, it really helps. He, I know. It does. Like a, a cowboy. I was like, you should wear that or decor. an outlaw Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's so awesome. I think both of these are great. And you should clearly hang them on your wall. Oh, already? Like, cool. yeah, they're going to go up our hallway with our portrait or pictures. Jay's like, really? And so he picked out the, uh, so we got to pick out the mats. And he, so I picked out one. He picked out the one that says wanted by the FBI. And the guy was like, this is just, you know, not in the same decade. And Jay's like, it's a family joke. Just give us the mat." Oh, oh. Yeah. so it was hilarious. So oh. <laughs> anyway, right? Yeah, the guy was like clearly taking his job very seriously. Right,
2: it's not in the same decade. <laughs> it's not the same decade. <laughs>
1: yeah, FBI didn't. Your exist picture back is more like this era, and the FBI. And we're like, no, we want that Matt <laughs>
0: <laughs> So it's really funny. Oh my gosh, that is awesome. Yeah, I love it.
1: Please tell me you're going to post those online for everybody. To see. Well, we're. Deb- I'm debating. Uh huh. They might be our Christmas cards. (laughs) So I don't want to, like, you know, ruin the fun. Uh, Just have to decide then if they're going to be our Christmas cards or not.
2: I love it
1: so much. Well, that's
2: an awesome,
1: awesome drink about it. That's fantastic.
0: Yeah, it's fun. I love it. Yeah, <laughs>
2: it's so fun.
0: That's worth celebrating. What
2: about you, Trina? What's your drink about it?
0: Mine is like, not anything too great when you hear her uh, <laughs> horrific story of Albuquerque. Oh, my lord. My only complaint is I finally am getting my car fixed because I think I said in the last episode that... Uh, Someone had hit our new car. Yeah. So we're finally getting that taken care of. We went last week to do it. And they basically looked at the car and they were like, oh, your car is very new. And we were like, yeah, we know. It's kind of a pain that this happened to our brand new car. And the guy was like, oh, no. I mean, like, it's a problem. And I was like, it's just like the bumper. It's barely even, like, scratched, you know. Yeah. Whatever. And he basically told us um, the last time we had a Telluride in here, um, it took two months to get the parts <gasps> what? in. What? Because there's like it's the whole supply chain thing from the pandemic. There's it's still slow. Plus, these cars are already on back order in so many places. It's so hard to find one. And you're talking about a brand new car that we now need. That's on back order everywhere. That we need parts to. Right. Like physical outside parts, not like you know engine parts. And so he was like, uh, instead of dropping it off today. Since it's drivable, he's like, how about you let me, I'm going to look at it real quick. I'm going to write down what we think the parts are going to be. I'm going to go find out how long it's going to take for them to come in. And then we'll have you come back in and drop your car off. So luckily it only took like a week for him to get the parts in. We went this week on like Wednesday morning to go drop off the car And it took me, like, several hours to get the whole car rental thing figured out because the car rental tried to basically take our big SUV with three rows and give me, like, a little, like, little small compact car. I was like, that's not going to work. So then they upgraded me to the small SUV, which was basically a car with a hatchback. So then I had to get them to upgrade me to the standard size SUV, which is what I ended up finally getting. And so I went through all of that trouble on Wednesday. Then the guy gives me the car and it has no gas in it. So I was just like, okay, you know, and he was like, but we'll waive the gas fee when you come return it because you've waited for so long, it's fine. So I was like, okay, fine, whatever. So I went last night because I was I, I got a call from the people fixing the car and they said, it'll be ready sometime next week on like Tuesday, probably at earliest Monday, but it shouldn't take that long. I was like, okay, cool. So the yesterday I went and got gas in the car because I was like the rental because I was like, cool, I'm going to need uh, to fill up the tank because I'm probably going to drive a bunch this weekend and whatnot. I got a call today. Hey, your car's ready. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. I was like, I just filled up this tank like a day after I got it because I was like, I thought I was going to have it for like a week. Nope. Nope. And I know, I'm, I know they're going to give me back my car with like an empty gas tank. Cause they usually like drain those things when they're lifting them up. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Sure. So I'm like, fantastic. I'm going to return the rental car with way more gas than they gave me. I'm like, okay, fine. So yeah, it's not much to drink about, but it's a, it's just the whole annoying process. Yeah, for that. sure. It's just like, golly, it's very inconvenient. So I get a good thing is I get my car back tomorrow. Yay. Okay. Yay. Because I do miss it. So yeah,
2: I think I'm driving what your husband drives. Well, I drove that for the first time, this uh, road trip. How'd you like it? Oh, uh, well, I was really scared <laughs> because I don't drive big cars, uh-huh. big vehicles.
0: See, I, I thought it was smaller than mine, so it was, like, weird
2: for me because I was, like, I'm used to okay, the go bigger cart. one now. So well, I'm not used to driving big cars, but I drove it because he had to sleep, uh, oh, yeah. especially the day, like driving back. Oh, yeah. So, I drove it during the day on, on like 40 East, which is like a just a straight like mm-hmm. two lane, whatever. It was fine. But then I drove it at night um, and it was scary um, and then I drove over a possum. Oh, my God. <laughs> God you killed no. a possum? <laughs> I had to. I had nowhere to go. <laughs> Poor well, possum. I feel sorry for
0: the possum. Maybe That's the possum's drink about it. I got hit by a car. <laughs> I okay. got hit by a VW. <laughs> yeah. So, Anyways, well, that's it for us uh, today, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed the epic
1: Jess adventure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Until next time. Be sure to check out our website at thechampagneway.com to submit your champagne shout outs and drink about it. So don't forget to join our Champagner's group on Facebook and follow us online at The Champagne Way. Thanks to our podcast network and the producers of The Second Sound please be sure to like and subscribe to The Champagne Way on whichever streaming platform you use. This has been a second sound production. Thanks for listening. Cheers.